And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. The Rockets' P.J. Tucker is on the trade block. We'll talk about where he might go. The Hawks get a game winner from an unlikely source, but I'm still not a believer. The Nets' chemistry is too good to be derailed by Blake Griffin's arrival. A new coach gets his first win, and a good under-the-radar team stays that way. It was an 11-game night in the association. Let's get her started. I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Friday, March 12th. Add the Rockets' P.J. Tucker to the list of veterans who are likely to be moved before the deadline. And this is just sad for Rockets head coach Steven Silas, who said he was under the impression that P.J. Tucker would suit up for him against the Kings on Thursday night, and he was disappointed when he wasn't out there. How sad for Steven Silas. First job as a head coach. He's coached pretty well, and his team has lost 14 straight games. Can I say a man has coached well even though his Houston Rockets team has lost 14 straight. Yes, I can. I can. His players have been disappointing, and it is strange. John Wall has been healthy for much of this 14-game stretch. Victor Oladipo just hasn't been himself. Anyways, we'll get to Victor Oladipo in a second. Back to P.J. Tucker. We know who P.J. Tucker is. He's an undersized power forward, hits the corner three, plays far bigger than his size. With that in mind, let's take a look at the possible destinations for P.J. The Nuggets are rumored to want him, as are the Lakers. The Nets, they always want somebody, those Nets. The Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. I'll start with the Bucks. That one makes sense. They kind of lack defense off of the bench. Um, They would fit into guys that could play around Giannis, who could hit the three ball. They set the record for most three ball makes in a game earlier this season. P.J. could be a good part of that coming off the bench. But I like the Miami fit even better. Get ready to drink. Heat culture. Yeah, P.J. Tucker would absolutely fit perfectly into the heat culture. Playing hard defense. Playing scrappy. And also, they haven't really found a replacement for Jay Crowder, who was their starting power forward in their finals run last season in the bubble. In fact, they started Casey Okpala, a second-round pick from the 2019 draft in a win over Orlando to get their second half started. P.J. Tucker would be an absolute perfect fit, an easy fit uh, for the Miami Heat. The 35-year-old is destined to move in the next 13 days. That just makes sense. Victor Oladipo was the big player the Rockets got back in the James Harden trade. He hasn't worked out to their liking on the floor. They offered him a two-year extension. He declined that. Things aren't working out well. And the main part that people thought that they would get back was Karis LeVert, who went to Indiana as part of that 14 deal. As a part of the physical during that trade, there was a mass found on his kidney. He underwent surgery in January to treat renal cell carcinoma. But great news, he hasn't played since then, but he could be back on the Pacers road trip that they're starting this weekend. Fantastic news I just wanted to share there. Back to the floor on Thursday night. Atlanta, Toronto. Watching this game, this is how I was going to start this story for you guys. 
the post-coach firing high period that many teams go through, well, it's officially over for the Atlanta Hawks. It seemed like they were done. They were down 15 in the last six minutes, but then they came back and won. I am still not buying it for the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, write the story when the ball is in the air. Write the story when the team is down 15. I wrote the story, and I'm sticking with it because, yeah, they've won three straight games since they fired Coach Lloyd Pierce. They beat a Jimmy Butlerless Miami Heat team. They beat a Orlando Magic team that didn't have three of its starters. They had to come back from big in that game. And then they came back from big against the Toronto Raptors, who also didn't have three of their starters. They just lack cohesion on the offensive end, although – this was an entertaining game. It was Trey Young versus Kyle Lowry, and Trey Young got under Kyle Lowry's skin, and Kyle Lowry woke up. You poke the bear, you're going to get bit. And yes, I'm throwing Kyle Lowry into that group of players you don't want to piss off when they're not playing well because they will come back and beat you. And it sure looked that way when Trey Young got into it with Kyle Lowry after that. Lowry was setting guys up all over the place. Now, he wasn't scoring, and that's not his thing. He's setting guys up, taking over that way, and it sure looked like this game was over. 15 down, six minutes left. Somehow the Hawks claw back. Trey Young did have 37 points. He had a good one, and it looked like he was sort of lost on the end of game play. He was in the lane. Raptors really shut him down. They're down two, but somehow, somehow he finds Tony Snell beyond the three-point line. For the game-winning shot from Tony Snell, the buzzer beater. Tony Snell, a game winner. He is the hottest three-point shooter in the NBA since February 1st, shooting 64.6%. That's what he does. That is why he's on the floor. The Hawks have won three in a row since Coach Pierce's firing. Moving on to Boston versus Brooklyn, the national TV game on TNT. I picked the Celtics in this game. I think it's a bit of wishful thinking. I do want them to return to the Eastern Conference elite, they're the Eastern Conference finalists last year. They haven't looked that way this season, partly because Marcus Smart has been out for so long. He was back on the floor, held to a minutes restriction. Didn't think that would be a, a Marcus Smart type of thing. Marcus Smart restricted? Never. Smart, probably, to uh, hold him to just 21 minutes. The Nets, they stay the Nets, though. They broke the game open in the fourth quarter because they can go on an offensive run regardless of if they have Kevin Durant or Blake Griffin. They didn't have either of those guys. The Nets went on a 12-4 run to start the fourth. Then Kyrie came in to close the job. He had 40 points on the night against his old team. It's weird to think he played for the Boston Celtics. I think it will be one of those things at the end of his career. You look back and you say, he played for the Celtics? And it's not just a... A guy at the end of his career like Shaq playing for the Celtics. Yeah, Shaq played for the Celtics? This is the middle of his career. Either way, uh, Kyrie is having an enormous season, his best season. And I was worried when they got Blake Griffin that he would come in and uh, not really be part of the solution just because they had too many good players and not the right mix of role players. But the way Steve Nash and the top players on this team have made sure uh, that they're running things properly, that everything is going smoothly. Leads me to believe that it doesn't matter uh, that Blake Griffin's going to come in there. I think Blake Griffin will come in and do his job. Now, the sheer number of games that Blake plays with the big three uh, is a worry. Maybe, maybe they won't have the cohesion to win a championship this season, 
but they're still going to be good. And just to stroke my ego, I did pick the Celtics in this one. I also picked a lot of over games to start the second half of the season, over the point total uh, in, in a lot of games. I thought there would be some sloppy play, and I thought the scoring would be ahead of the defense. Eight of 11 games on Thursday night were over. I think that's going to continue into the weekend. Hopefully, this trend continues for Timberwolves head coach Chris Finch. Chris Finch won his first game since becoming head coach of Minnesota. The Wolves were 0-5 since he replaced Ryan Saunders. And it's the trend of young guys playing well that Chris Finch wants to see keep up. Number 28 pick, rookie Jaden McDaniels hit four threes, a career-high 20 points versus the Pelicans on Thursday. Second-round pick from 2019, Jalen Noel. He had six threes and a career-high 28 points himself to go along with number one pick from this draft, Anthony Edwards, who had 27 points. The Pelicans gave up a 16-point lead. They got to pick up that defense if they want to make the playoffs here this season. A team that's going to make the playoffs, that's kind of flying under the radar, the Phoenix Suns. They stay hot. They went into Portland and got their fifth straight win, mainly because of Devin Booker's 35 points. He missed the All-Star game, but didn't miss a beat to start the second half. Phoenix, they're flying under the radar. They're second in the West above both LAs. Now, maybe it's because LeBron is doing things no one has ever heard of. We're saying things that no one has ever heard of, stealing the headlines from the Phoenix Suns. LeBron said he's got a seventh gear he gets into for the playoffs. A seventh gear. I've never heard of a car with a seventh gear. I'm not a car head, but <laughs> LeBron, I don't know. I don't know. Unless you got something in the works, unless you and Elon Musk are in the... No, I guess that wouldn't work because there's no engine in a Tesla. Anyway, uh, Lakers, they didn't play. Just wanted to mention them there. The Clippers did, though. They snapped a three-game losing streak, smacking the Warriors. The Sixers smacked the Bulls, despite not having Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. If you remember, they missed the All-Star game because they came into contact with the same barber who tested positive for COVID-19. Gordon Hayward of the Charlotte Hornets, well, he positively brought his barber to Charlotte from Boston and Utah before that. The Hornets beat Detroit. The Bucks got 24 points from Giannis and 21 points from Bryn Forbes to beat the Knicks. The Knicks aren't going to fool anyone in the second half of the season. Julius Randle, well, he struggled after his first All-Star game appearance. The Thunder beat the Mavs, who didn't have an injured Luka Doncic or Kristaps Porzingis. Al Horford of OKC had 21 points in the win. Is Al Horford going to be dealt here in the next 13 days? Boston could definitely use him. Going back to Boston... Milwaukee could use him as well. Al Horford, he's 34. He looked good in this game. He's also in the Hall of Very Good. Not quite a Hall of Famer, but one of those players like Paul Millsap that are just real, real good and made all-star games but just won't make the Hall. Speaking of the Hall, we will be talking about the players who could be enshrined this coming summer on No Dunk's full-length episode on Friday. It's called The Drop. Join us then. We'll have Worst of the Week. A bunch of other fun. I'll be back Monday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. I'll see you then.
Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.